0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mech, you are now entering the Megacar. The Megacar. Oh.
1: Oh, you know, just playing the music a little too loud.
0: Yeah, I mean, that happens. Feeling it. <laughs>
1: it's good to see you, as always, my friend.
0: Oh, you too, brother.
1: Oh, should we just jump right into things? I know we're, we're a little short on time, so we're just going to get right... Do we want to do the push-ups?
0: Yeah, let's just do them, dude. All
1: right, I don't know if I can. Oh, we'll see did it you your back again? I've heard everything, Ted.
0: Oh, is this from
1: wrestling? Yeah, Steve's quest to become a professional wrestler is a lot more difficult than I anticipated.
0: I like... Th- I like that you're hurting this bad yeah. from like your, your other activity when you play hockey all the time yeah. and you walk around fine. Yeah,
1: dude, it's I have so much more respect for professional wrestlers, especially the guys. WWE's got a great training crew. Obviously, they have great conditions. They take care of their talent. But for indie wrestlers, I, I, I've always respected them, but knowing that they put their body through this and on a much worse level, because I'm just doing training, I'm not in matches, and then getting cramped cars and travel for hundreds of miles to go perform in Spokane and then go to Portland and then go to Vancouver all on a weekend, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Bro. Probably even the Tri-Cities.
1: Yeah, that too. I mean, yesterday, <laughs> I went on Monday to class, and I'm the nice thing is I'm improving. Like, I'm seeing progress. But the bad thing is, I'm also now testing myself to see how far I can go. So I'm doing, like an ha- I did a handstand multiple times, and then, and from the handstand, you kind of push up. You're doing a
0: handstand just in the ring?
1: Yeah. It's not very good, but I'm doing it.
0: How can you do that?
1: That's Adrenaline. a lot of strength. A lot of, no, dude, it's amazing how much more, your body's abilities are way better than you ever, I know I'm saying stuff that most people understand, but like, I didn't think I could ever do it, and I'm not like holding it for a long period of time. I'm holding it long enough to then drop and land on my back for a bump and doing it over and over and over. Huh. Just to put it in perspective right now. what Inversions is just
0: aren't part of my practice,
1: Steve. Yeah, dude, it's we, I'm challenging my body in ways that a 42-year-old man should not be challenging his body, but I'm loving it. All like, right, It's good pain. It's the pain that makes you like want to get better quicker so that you can do it more. So, right now, both of my shoulders are killing me. Like, today, I could finally do this. I could put my hands up in the air. Because I'm doing all these forward shoulder rolls. They're bruised. They hurt. My ribs are killing me from running the ropes. Um, my toe on my right foot, I, I don't know why it hurts a lot, but it does. I think I landed wrong. But the adrenaline didn't make me notice it until the next day. Both yeah, you of probably my, just,
0: like, hyperextended it or something.
1: Probably. Both of my butt cheeks hurt a lot from both falling and, like, doing the flips and landing on my ass. And also learning how to run into the turnbuckles and slam my back against it. Oh, no, so my back hurts from that. Um, What else is hurting? Oh, my ankle hurts because I rolled it. And the inside of my knee hurts because I landed on it wrong.
0: So why do you want to keep doing this?
1: Because I love it. I know. (laughs) It's so freaking weird, man. I'm I'm addicted to it. I want to... All right, all right. Actually, if I heal quick enough, my goal is to start doing it twice a week. Because I want to... It's frustrating to me that I'm only doing it once a week, so I feel like I'm... Like you know, once you get going, it's like you lose a weeks of practice, and it's it takes a while to ramp back up. So it's like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the first forty minutes of, of of wrestling practice, I'm sucking more than usual, and then I finally start getting a groove. But then it's like class is over. It's stupid. How long is a wrestling class? Uh, we start at eight p.m. on uh, Monday. I didn't get done till eleven. Damn. Usually we get done at ten. Well, we did get done at ten, but uh, Eddie Van Glam and Steve West were hanging out from three two on battle. Nice. So they were helping me run through some stuff and learn how to do things properly. It's just fun, man. I don't, I still don't know if I'm ever gonna get into in the ring to have a match. They some of those guys think otherwise. Are already some of them are bidding on who gets to wrestle me first, and I'm like, yeah, none of you will. I'm just doing it because it's a life experience that I've always wanted to do, and getting to do it has been just and what I expected and what it is 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 it's it's like tripled. The, yeah, you can I don't tell. know if
0: you need to wrestle,
1: no. But I do think
0: at some point
1: you, you got to get it mixed up.
0: Yeah, you got to you got to mix it up with somebody just a little bit. Yeah,
1: take a couple punches. Yeah, take a couple, like, bumps. Take a couple
0: bumps. And we got to make sure not to talk about it here, so that it's a surprise. Oh yeah, you know
1: kayfabe, bra, kayfabe. <laughs> All right, so let's try and do the pushups. I don't By know the if way, Eddie Van Glam. Yeah, glam, uh,
0: glam. Sorry, what did I say? Clam?
1: <laughs> no, but that's even better. Eddie Van Clam should be his alter ego. Right? That should be like a cartoon character of him.
0: <laughs> Eddie Van Clam, just
1: like the the rhinestone clam.
0: So I like him. I like his Twitter. The other night in a dream, and it, it just dawned on me where this came from, I was drinking a goddamn Capri Sun. Oh, yes! And I'm like, I'm, this, he's the only, like, as you said his name, I was like, that's why I was drinking the Capri Sun in my dream.
1: And in promo picture, there he is, sucking on a Capri Sun. Yes. It's so awesome. And he's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's yeah. How I was. That's how I was like, Yep, there's the connection. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. All right, let's get the heart rates and the blood pumping and the brain. Functioning. All right, this time around, I went right back into the wheelhouse for you, Ted.
0: Oh! I feel like Oh thank you, Steve. I feel
1: like you needed this. Yes. Alright.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's get 10 mega family. I'm the one.
0: Four, I'm five, the one. I'm one. I'm one. Another one. Don't you know, Don't you know God? I am the one. God don't know? I pulled it off. Got
1: it. Feel a little bit more loose and limber. <laughs> Thanks to D 10 Smith, Coach Smith.
0: <laughs> By the way, I also talked to my buddies uh his two nieces, one's like 20 and one's 17. They're like a senior in like a high school senior in high school in a college like sophomore. Uh-huh. And we were at a barbecue. I was like, Am I wrong for thinking this is like the song of the summer? They're like, no, 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 you're fine, old dude. It's a cool song. I was like, nice. It's a validation I need.
1: <laughs> old dude is cool with the kids. Yeah. That's right. TED Talks.
0: Starring D. Tech Smith. Summer's here. Go enjoy the summer. And then, uh, you know, again, this might be a little more of a personal TED Talk, but you got to <laughs> stay the course, folks. Stay that damn course. What's the course, Ted? Just eventually that my apartment will actually be set up completely and feel like a home, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I've had some slight issues to finish off the issues, and I talked about this on the podcast, but... uh, uh, I, I, I bought an antenna, that didn't work, it didn't oh, hook up no. to my smart TV. Like, I don't know what, even what the cord is I need.
1: Clearly it's not that smart of a TV if I can't figure out a working an antenna.
0: Right, and I had been at work here on Saturday, I generally don't have to come in on the weekends working on so like I was, I got to work, I was here for a couple hours working on a project, got that done, go to Target, like, oh, I'll get this antenna, I'm gonna get a uh, new
1: shower curtain,
0: antenna doesn't work, I said, screw this. Let me just hook up. Let me put the shower
1: curtain in there. Let's look for a little moral victory.
0: Something's got to give. Right. Steve, I don't know if you know this. Shower curtains, some go straight on the rod, some need holes for the hooks. Uh Uh-huh. Obviously, I have hooks and did not buy one that has holes. (laughs) At this point, I crumpled up, crumpled up that shower curtain. Now I'm just showering with a liner, (laughs) and I met my buddy... Down at sluggers.
1: When is Ted gonna snap? That's what I want to know. When is Ted gonna get kicked out of his new apartment because he trashes it?
0: He's close, man. <laughs> yeah, sounds like he is. <laughs> Ted I'll make you feel better. Hold on. Steve, the line of the day though. So now it's like six six, six thirty. I just said, the hell with this. My buddy's down at Sluggers. We're going to go to the Mariners game and go to see there.
1: yeah. Solve it with alcohol.
0: Right. So I go down there to meet him. And the bartender's standing there just listening to us. And he's like, how you doing, man? I said, I don't know what you call the opposite of a heater, but I am on it.
1: (laughs) You're the cooler. The cooler, right? Yeah, you are. Don't take Ted to Vegas. (laughs) So stay the
0: course, folks. Eventually your home will be a home supposed to a place she's currently napping in
1: <laughs> here again
0: go uh, the best you <laughs> I think hey, I think that you know, and I don't know. You're right. I did not handle myself well Saturday. Got absolutely wasted.
1: Yeah, take got so wasted. Ted and I were supposed to meet up at some point. Like you were <laughs> we were both enjoying time at the Showbox, but at different Showboxes. I was going to Windowpane. Right. You were going to see there.
0: Right down at Showbox uh what Soto.
1: A, man, that was a bummer cuz both not both shows I wanted to attend. Yeah,
0: see the see-ther show was
1: awesome. Oh, I love that band. The new yeah. records so dope. So, I was like, "Hey, uh, I, I got you uh, on the guest list, so if your show ends in time, swing on by, hang out with me at windowpane and we'll figure out what to do after that. And earlier in the day, you're like, that's right, man. Migs is making it happen. Yeah. Like, perfect. Guaranteed. Ted and I, I, take, I take a picture. I met uh, Ryan, who's the guy Rocking who's, the new shirt. Rocking the new Cash shirt, which is available at the rock shop at KISW.com. Please buy them and prove everybody that we are important and yeah. people like our stuff. Ryan is the guy who is working on the puppets- of you and me. Oh, Remember a nice. while back? Yeah. He goes, hey man, I'm that guy. He's like, had an idea. You guys talk about how you can't be mean to people on social media, but can your puppets be?
0: Oh, you send out little videos of the puppets telling people off?
1: And I was like, you know what? We, terrible Ted and miserable Migs could be the puppets. Yeah. Which would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, to get back to the whole thing about you and your night. I'm fully anticipating a, a text from Ted on my way or meet me here. I hear nothing from Ted. I'm like, well, that's kind of d- weird. Usually Ted's good at getting back to me. Yeah. Fast forward to yesterday. I see Ted and Ted's just like, I got really wasted and lost track of why I even use a phone. <laughs> and I'm like, okay.
0: See, their show was a ton of fun. And then my buddy Jeff is the GM up at Q nightclub. So then I was like, no, no, no. Let's, and they were like, yeah, come on, come on. We're going to Q. And it was it was just a perfect storm. Yeah. Right.
1: And Hurricane it, Ted. Oh,
0: yeah. I think I think I was ready to blow off a little steam too. Yeah, so, good for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fun. I just when you played that song, I was like, oh, I know. I must have been blaring that on my phone when I got home at like two in the morning, eating hummus with my fingers.
1: Not when eating hummus with your fingers, eating up your data plan. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> All hey, right. let's take a quick break. Yeah. Before we do, I don't want to forget this huge shout out to our buddy uh, Craig. Uh, you know, Brian's friend Craig on Twitter. Oh yeah. Um, we talked about how your cousin Sheamus CJ is a young kid, huge Seamus fan because well they're fellow gingers. Kinda and stick together. And I was talking about how I was on a quest to get a Seamus autograph for y- your 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 nephew. Yeah. And I didn't have any luck when I was at WrestleMania weekend. Well, Craig shoots us a, a message on Twitter and says. Because he does a great wrestling podcast and a bunch of stuff in the world of wrestling with yeah. Brian Alvarez and, and those guys, which is just awesome. And he's like, hey, man, sometimes we get random promo stuff that's autographed, and I have an autographed Sheamus picture. So thank you, Craig. Yeah, man. Making Ted look like the ultimate uncle.
0: Yeah. Cutting out the middleman. We don't need Steve.
1: No, no, I'm useless. <laughs> Falling apart with my weird attempt to become a professional wrestler in my 40s. <laughs> Mega Cats will be back.
0: Guys aren't the prophets of rage. They are the prophets of being awesome. The mega cast will be bad. From the producers of Wonder Woman comes the less inspiring sequel, Completely Average Girl. Yes, Completely Average Girl, born and raised in the suburbs by typical parents. Look. I got a C on my math test. Completely Average Girl fights evil. Would you like a large order of fries with that? While hoping to unlock the potential of humanity. I'm just going to drive the Subaru to the grocery store, pick up some milk and eggs. While wearing her plastic bracelets. They're on sale at Target. They're white. Completely Average Girl, coming soon to the middle of the road Cineplex at the Commonplace Mall. What is a silver tongue? Is that old people <laughs> come Linkus? Yes, I went there.
1: Wow. The mega cast is back. <laughs> <laughs> Silver tongue. Yeah, man. Hey grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What was that said <laughs> I don't know if that would even work. Bro. I feel like this is going to be deja vu all over again. Can I ask you a question? Should I be mad about something?
0: All right. Steve, Steve the answer is freaking
1: yes. Today might be a bad day. I feel like Ted might want to like hurt somebody. Ask me, Steve. So you remember the last time I put a note up in the production room many, many years ago, and it said reserved at 1 p.m. for Steve. I still have that is note. Is this the not cool Steve? Yeah, I remember it said, and then someone wrote on the note, which Steve, cool Steve or old white Steve? All right. And it was this big, trying to figure it out. turns out it was... Somebody here, but they were talking about a different Steve. I still question that. I think they were just trying to, you know, cop out kind of a thing, but I could be wrong, you know. Now, fast forward to this week, I get an email from the front desk that says, You have a couple of packages at the front desk to pick up. All right. All right. So that was Monday. Yesterday, I get in because it was like sent out at like four in the afternoon. Tuesday morning, first thing in the morning, I see the two packages, I grab them, bring them into the office. And I look at the, the the mailing label and it's from somebody you know that was sending us a bunch of stuff and it says to Steve Miggs KISW eleven hundred way, and all that kind of stuff, right? All right. Then someone writes something on the, the my name Steve Miggs right next to it, and it says needs to. It says Steve Miggs and then they add on, so it's like part of the sentence. Steve Miggs needs to lose the ego. What? I don't know what that means. Well, I know what ego means, and apparently somebody believes that I have an ego. I would think. Uh,
0: what was it sent from the per? Can you do you think it was sent from the person?
1: It's it's from a company. They're not trying to. They're not going to try and rub me the wrong way.
0: Oh no, I see what you're saying. Somebody wrote that in there.
1: Yeah, somebody hand wrote. And you can't see the bottom, like the ego part, I, I accidentally tore it, but it said, needs to lose the ego. And it's not like I'm saying, look, we all have egos in, in, in anything that you do. Everyone, you should, in a sense, have a certain level of confidence. But I take a lot of pride in not being an egotistical person and you know, trying to always come from a rather humble place. I'm not always perfect, but then I'm wondering, who here at work has some kind of like an issue with me That would write that. Have you asked around? I I asked uh, Jason to be like, hey, who? Because the email I got about the package was like later in the day. So it had to be someone that, in after hours, like the receptionist is not going to let someone walk up, take my package and write a note on it without being like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, I'm buddies with our receptionist and she's not going to let that happen.
0: Yeah. So that's my question. I wonder if this is somebody, you know, messing with you. I forget about the old white Steve. How did that one end?
1: Remember, it was a guy who, I'll turn this off real quick. All right. Yeah, so I mean, so I check, and it's not the same handwriting. All right. Honestly, at first, I thought it might be you. It's very similar handwriting to you. So I was like, oh, it's Ted Effing with me.
0: That is chicken scratch that I would write.
1: Right. And so then, Jason, our production director, is like, well, the only people that would be around in After Hours would be Taryn, would be Cody downstairs, and would be Matt, comma, the producer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any of those three. I know it's not Taryn. It's not a woman's handwriting.
0: I mean, I could only fathom Matt or Cody doing it as a joke.
1: But wouldn't they let me know at some point? Like, hey, did you get my note? Like, there's no guarantee I would even see this. Because, you know, who always checks the return thing? I was just doing it because I had to make sure it was coming from the right people. It's very weird. And and then I'm like, well, did someone at FedEx write that? No. Someone from that company in the mailroom? Maybe they don't like me. And it was Monday? It happened on Monday because i got it tuesday morning right so i have no idea and then i was like i have a theory oh do you i do what is it
0: uh oh i don't know i don't want to get anybody in trouble okay let's just say uh huh here turn the mic off
1: okay hold on sorry everyone who's listening that seems a little. That, ex- that, you're probably right. That's a stretch. That's my only theory. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't I, say it was a good theory, Steve. Yeah. I don't think the guys in Allison Chains would do that.
0: Yeah. You know. Probably not.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was like, at first, I was kind of annoyed. I'm like, who's doing this? Writing on people's stuff seems kind of passive aggressive, too. Like, if you got a problem with me, you can tell me. I got an issue with like a guy who listens to the show at the Mariners game and talking with him. Having a pleasant conversation, but then he's like getting weird. Like he's being kind of like insulting towards me about me playing hockey. Like you don't look like a hockey player. He was drunk, so I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. And at one point he goes, you don't look big enough to play hockey. I'm like I'm six foot three guy, and plus I play goalie. It Doesn't matter. Like I'm not hitting people. You're like, a huge goalie, right? He's like, you're flexible enough. You don't look flexible. I'm like, all right. And then he goes, you know, I love your show. I love you. And he's like, you know, but you're you're stupid. And I'm like, huh? And he goes, you know, well, you know, you're stupid. Like, you're stupid on the air. You're a stupid guy. And I'm like, so I just looked at him. I shook his hand. I go, you know, I'm, I'm done talking to you, man. Um, I'm going to go talk to other people. He's like, what? And I'm like, well, how do you expect me to react when you call me stupid? I'm not going yeah. to sit here and, and bite my tongue. And, you know, we have to deal with that enough on social media. So I'm not doing that with you. I'm not being rude. But I'm going to go and leave. You can go talk to somebody else. I don't got time for this. I'd rather spend my time talking to the people who are happy to talk to me. You think I'm yeah. stupid? Then don't talk to me. And he got real like, sad about it. I'm drunk, man. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so I shook his hand again. I'm like, look, man, no hard feelings. Good talk. Not really. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to. And so then he, I, I, I guess later on in the night he was crying uh, to Danny. <laughs> <laughs> And I then he texted like, today. Like,
0: what, Like you told, like, why would you say to somebody, like, oh, yeah, well, you're stupid, right?
1: Right, and even texted this morning, and it's like, we're talking about somebody who goes, yeah, you know, I'll never forget the time that I irritated Steve. I'll never forget that because I called him stupid. I'm like, well, what do you want from me, guy? Yeah. Like, if you're going to say it, that's fine, but don't expect me to kiss your ass after you say it. Yeah. Like, I'm done kissing babies and shaking hands. Like, I'm at this point where I don't give an F. And it's the company should be happy that I'm not getting to that point on social media because I'm just sick of miserable F's. Yeah. And it happens all the time. So then I see this and, and, and it, it just puts me in a sour mood. I'm like, God damn it. Should I be mad about this?
0: Well, I feel bad egging yawn, but yeah, I'd yeah. be
1: mad about that. And I have no way to find out who. I thought maybe we have surveillance cameras. That's how pissed I got. I'm like, I talked to our engineer. I'm like, is there, can I just see? I want to know who it is. I want to talk to them. Like, if you got the balls to write on my sh- stuff. Yeah. had the balls to say it to my face. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Oh, dude, I just sometimes I just just trying to be a freaking human being living in this world, trying to entertain people, and I got to deal with jackasses that just want to take shots but don't have the balls to say it to my face.
0: Especially yeah, especially somebody that works here too. Right. You know what I mean like and and what
1: And like what's your I want to know why you think that. I mean, I know I'm not like an extroverted guy, so maybe some people think that I just think I'm too cool for school, and I'm not. I'm just an introvert, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like to bug people at work. I don't work the. I don't. And I'm not a politician. I'm not working the hallways and saying hi to everyone. I'm not good yeah. at that. That doesn't mean I have an ego. That just means I have some serious insecurities.
0: And you work harder than a lot of people here. Yeah. So it's like sometimes, like you know, like you're not trying to be mean. You don't have time to BS with
1: people. Right. I gotta go home, man. It's a freaking forty-minute drive without traffic. <laughs> yeah. So the later I stay here, sometimes it takes me two hours to get home when I am being sociable and I leave after two. Uh, sorry, I all don't right want here.
0: I got a much lighter one. Okay, good. Either. All right. So I meet these three guys outside, uh, maybe smoking some, I was smoking weed. Maybe, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so one guy, like I shake all their hands, the one guy keeps shaking my hand, and he's like, "Well, I feel like I handshake very white and this and that. So then like I had some drink tickets, so I said, all right, I'll go co- I'll go buy you guys a beer or whatever. You know? Right. Well, those are my drink tickets and uh
1: Ted just a big big spender
0: holy roller he keeps shaking my hand so much finally i just went dude like this is why you come off super awkward and white. If you're wondering if you want to shake hands, cool. Like you've shaken my hand. Like it was like every 30 seconds. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like no, people don't shake hands this much in one interaction. I mean, that's what I'm saying so it wasn't like he was mean or anything. But I was just like, bro, this is not cool. We look like we look like the cheesiest white guys in the world, right? Like, like right, like. All right, we did a shot. We shook our hand. We like, like, like,
1: you know, like we don't need this any interactions. <laughs> like, you know, in the bathroom, you like, high five. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's funny. When I was at the, the window page show, I'm like, you know, I was in great spirits, running hot, having a good time, stage announcement. You got to do it at Seether, I know. Yeah. And, you know, giving people hugs. One guy, you know, you do the pro hug. You kind of grab the hand. You kind of pull each other in, a little bit of a... You know, a little little chest bump and move on. One guy came at me like a freaking defensive lineman trying to sack the quarterback, man. (laughs) So we do it, and he just like dives into my chest and knocks the wind out of me. Jesus. (laughs) And I just started laughing. I'm like, well, that was a rather extreme bro hug. And he just goes, my bad, man. I'm drunk. I'm like, it's all good. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. He was a smaller guy. He just came at me like freaking Mighty Mouse.
0: Dude, last week I was walking from Belltown to my new place at First Hill uh-huh. and I mean a small dude, right? And I think he was already kind of drunk, but just a small wiry guy and he goes, "Dude, Ted Smith." And he throws up the high five. I high five him. It was the hardest high five I've had in years. Like I was like I was like, "Don't look at your hand." But it was like stinging. <laughs> and I was like, "How did that little dude have that power?" So yeah, it happens. Adrenaline. Adrenaline, right?
1: All right, we got to take a quick break when yeah. we get back. Um, I have a couple things that we could talk about. We could either right. talk about um, my experience yesterday having to put a Band-Aid on my testicles, or we could talk about Ellen and her burning question. Cool. Or both. Ooh. All right. When the megacast <laughs> returns. That's a tease.
0: These guys smell like dirt and roses, and I find that sexy. The megacast will be back. Are you ready for the best part about summer? It's not the beach or the nice weather, it's the construction! All the roads that you use most are gonna be reduced to two lanes or less. Road cones, we've got them. Detours, you betcha! And don't forget, those speed limits have been reduced 20 miles an hour. If you're lucky, you'll even get to see five or six guys in hard hats standing around doing absolutely nothing while you wait in traffic. And don't you try to take the side streets, they're under construction too. The only ones that are open are the ones with potholes big enough to swallow your entire car and like those traffic tickets the fun is doubled in the summer construction zones enjoy it now before it's gone even though it'll be back next year and the year after that
1: likely in the same spot
0: summer construction ted and steve will make it last forever especially when on molly Ha ha The Megapast is back
1: Loving
0: lights, like first time. You I make it forever
1: so Ted um, I'm just gonna Jump right in Because I know we only have a couple minutes uh. Yeah Alright, well, let's just go back No, <laughs> oh, let's go No, it feels good if I had an ego, I would turn it down so I could talk more.
0: I think it was at this point when I left the club the other night. Some dude I never met before was like, man, you're crazy. I was like, all right, I, I am dancing in this club. I need to get out of here.
1: Dad, I learned a valuable lesson last night.
0: All
1: right. <laughs> it takes a long time for a nick on your balls to heal.
0: I've been there, Steve.
1: It's the moment of enormous. Enormous is not a good word to use when I'm discussing my junk. Yeah. Sorry, ladies. Um, nicked my nuts. Shaven? Yeah. Uh, Clippers? To, yeah. Quick little nick. Look, maybe like like almost like as if I took like a pin and and just poked it. Right. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing excessive. It wasn't like a, a, a deep wound that needed stitches. Did it bleed? it didn't stop bleeding yeah it was terror i mean so i'm like okay it's gonna stop in a second then i try to pull like when you nick your neck you know you yeah. grab a little piece of toilet, toilet paper, paper put it on there put it on there and tried neosporin put it on there thinking okay well maybe it'll stop working its way out of that and it's just a leaker yeah man <laughs> right
0: it's a leaky spot
1: so then I'm like, well, I got. I'm now in a moment of panic. Dinner's almost ready. I got a, I got. I got corn on the freaking barbecue. I need to get down there in time. So I'm like, well, I got, I got a desperate times call for desperate measures, and I grab band aid. All right, put a band aid on it. Put a double band aid that way it stayed there. Yeah, right. you know, double so almost, I crossed it. Like one. Did you one, get one of
0: the big ones? Was it a normal size one?
1: Well, I try to be like I'm thinking long term what's gonna happen later. So I cut most of the adhesive part off, just left a little bit. All right. But then I'm like, it's not sticking fully. And so then I had to grab a full band-aid, regular size, flexible, you know, like those clothy flexible ones. Yeah. Put it on there, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, by the time we go to bed, I would hope that it's gonna be fine. And it was. Taking that damn band aid off was one of the worst And experiences. I bet today
0: it still hurts.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, when yeah. When you sit
0: down, does it hurt?
1: Yes. <clears throat> All I'm right. I'm falling apart, Ted, between pro wrestling and nicking my nuts. I don't know what to do. It's funny you
0: bring up shaving. And I was like, right? I sit on the opposite of a heater. So I don't shave often. I just have to shave my neck mm-hmm. today. And grab my shaving cream. You know, when you hit the button and it just goes, pff, pff, like that one. And I was just like, ah. Uh,
1: and you don't have a wife. I at least have a plan B. And I use my wife's, like, smelly, coconut-scented oh, yeah. shaving cream. In fact, desperate times. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have that. No. That's why you should get married. Yeah, Just for that reason. <laughs> I just cross my legs and hurt my balls. You're right. Yes. It still right. hurts.
0: So years ago, when, when I was living in Baltimore City, we had this one guy, uh, Ed, that was a buddy of ours, and he was just so strong, right? Ed was a super cool dude and stuff. You remember when you're like 21 and you get drunk and kind of wrestle and stuff?
1: So we're doing Sometimes that. Sometimes at 42, you are sober and you want to wrestle. Yeah.
0: So we're wrestling around or whatever, kind of fighting. Like, not serious, you know? And I mean, I still had to be probably around three bills at this point. Ed picked me up like a wedgie and started picking me up off the ground. That's how strong he was. Damn. And my underwear snapped because I was wearing tighty-whities. And uh, same Dude, thing.
1: that is an aggressive wedgie.
0: Yeah, and it nicked same thing. I had like two like uh, like like I don't know what you because they weren't. I don't know if it's a nick, whatever, but I had two cuts mm-hmm. on my on on the on the change purse or whatever
1: on the truck nuts.
0: Yeah, on the truck nuts. Uh, but same thing, dude. I remember trying to sit down, especially in like the chairs, because I was working at a studio at that point. It sucks, and it takes forever for it to heal.
1: It is the worst, mm-hmm. and it was like a crime scene. And I'm like, it's just a little nick.
0: And think about next time you go to trim how scared you're going to be.
1: I'm not ever trimming again. Ever? No, it's you know it's just going to have to be like it's going to be the jungle down there.
0: Yeah. Well, it's weird too because you're probably the same way. Like with the clippers, right above, it's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could just go across. But yeah, when I do that, man, it's like uh, stretching out the bat wings. Yeah. And mean, I try to get as close as I can.
1: I was, you know what? It was I just got a little cocky. You know, you what did? I'm an egotistical bad choice of terms, cocky, but. I'm an egotistical <laughs> guy, you know. I mean, I thought I got this. I you my- are, man, right? Maybe you need
0: to chill with that ego,
1: bro. Yeah, I need to. Um, I need to lose, lose the ego. The ego, right? Well, you know, I use usually an attachment, and everything's fine, and I'm doing my thing. And, of course, people are just staring at me as I'm pantomiming, shaving my balls. That's weird. I feel like a weird fish right now. Um, <laughs> who's out there? I don't even know who the hell these people are, but they're just staring at us. It's like construction guys, I think. So um, I usually do the clip. Oh, there's a guy on the other window now staring at us. It's like, stop f- <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> that is not. Uh, oh, Jesus. Well, anyways, I'm like doing the shaving, but then I had to shave my head. It's so weird. Everybody's it's... just around us now. Right. And Steve
0: is literally pantomiming shaving his junk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like smirking and staring at us. Yeah, I man. feel like
0: they are construction guys. So they yeah. might know who they me know and you who
1: are. we are. Yeah, they're yeah. pumped. They're and like, we're... whoa, Steve and Ted in one room, and looks like Steve's masturbating. <laughs>
0: Ted's watching. I knew they were like that. I knew it, dude. <laughs> now we get their chemistry. <laughs> yeah, disciples of funk. My butt. We're like a couple lovers. <laughs>
1: Hey, thank you for listening. <laughs> this I just look at, off the rails. Quick. I'm looking at the time. We yeah. got to run. I know you got meetings to get into. So do I. <laughs> we're not even going to do the push-ups because it's really freaking weird that there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and another guy, in the other ten dudes staring at us right now like we're freaking fish.
0: And you know what, Steve? You, you, me, and our egos—they probably don't even know who they are. They're probably just like, we need to get in that studio. You're probably
1: right, but you know, we need to lose the ego. Need <laughs> to lose the ego. <sighs> it's just one of those days, oh, man. I'm
0: so glad we did this. I needed that. Yeah, laugh.
1: I needed a good laugh, too, man. <laughs> You know, sometimes when you get this big ego, you don't really have chances to laugh. whole <laughs> oh, body's falling apart. My, <laughs> my, my bird's heads are falling off. Right? Mm, my, yeah. my, my, I, I think, nope, there's a there the timer. Let's wrap it up, All Steve. Right. Let's hey, get out of here. Follow us on Twitter, at The Megacast. Buy our t-shirt. <laughs> Please buy our t-shirt. And yeah, make man. sure you rock it and show it off and let us know and take pictures and tweet it at us, at The Megacast. The shirt is available at The Rock Shop at KISW.com. D. Ted Smith will be back next week. Yeah, man. All right, my man. As always, love doing this show with you. Yeah, dude. And we love you guys for listening. Make a family. Peace.